everyone. Welcome to No Spud Shaming. I'm Crystal. And I'm Kristen. And we're here to discuss all your favorite romance reads. And all of the dirty details. Welcome, Welcome to, to season, season three. three. <laughs> <laughs> we're so excited. Just been on the edge of your seats. <laughs> I mean, we took kind of a long break, but we're back. And I will say, full disclosure... <laughs> We're trying out some new things this season. Mm-hmm. So we're switching it up. We're not going to be reviewing one book per episode. So instead, <laughs> this episode, we're going to do kind of a monthly wrap up. Things that happened in January, books we read in January. Would we recommend any of them? And we're also just doing one episode a month. <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry. Right. There's a lot of things going on in our personal lives right now. And so it's to accommodate for that. It's also just kind of hilarious, right? Because season one, we did an episode every week. We went hard. We went hard every week. And then season two, every other week. Uh Uh-huh. And now season three, one a month. (laughs) And then season four, every six months. Okay, you guys. And then we'll do, this is our annual episode. (laughs) But you know, things can change in the future. But for right now, we have to let the podcast, we have to fit that into our lives. And right now, this is the best thing for us. So we're going to do kind of a monthly wrap up. That's our our idea. And you know, we'll still eventually read books together. Yes. We just probably won't go into like the hardcore details that we were doing before. We're just going to be like a book club situation. Yes. We'll be so like, what did you think? Welcome to our new book club where right. we hang out once a month and just gab. Are you ready to gab? We hope you like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to start off with life events in January. <laughs> we live thrilling lives, you guys. Please don't change the channel. <laughs> And then we'll move to books we've read. Did we love them? Did we hate them? Yeah, we're just going to mix it up. Mixing it up. I'll kick (laughs) us off because in January, to kick off the month, Mm -hmm. we did a family trip to Branson, which was very wholesome and sweet. Mm -hmm. Ben and I went early and we had some time. So we went to the Wax Museum. Mm -hmm. Which I feel like this may not come as a shock. We really go all in in activities. I feel like the average person at a wax museum may just walk through, maybe take a picture here and there. No, we go in there so pumped. Mm -hmm. There's actually on certain wax figures, they... They have like prop stations uh-huh. where you can put on stuff to blend in. With, what? Yeah. Clint so, Eastwood. Wait, so you could look like a, a wax figure? Not like a wax figure, <laughs> but like you're in the scene. Okay. So like um, Clint Eastwood, mm-hmm. there was like a poncho that you could put on. And so Ben put the poncho oh on God. and was standing next to Clint Eastwood. And then. And I know he owned it, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are like a hundred pictures of us around the Wax Museum living life to the fullest. I mean, there was one where I was with Johnny Depp as he was Captain Jack Sparrow. And I have like the pirate hat on. Yeah. And I'm like steering the ship. We just went all in. Yeah. And we loved it. Huh. So that was a highlight to kick off Mm -hmm. the month for me. Yeah, I never hear people say like, can't wait to get to Branson. So no, there's a lot to do, though. Yeah, it's a very family oriented place. So that's the thing. Like, we're not going to go to Branson on like a romantic getaway, but it's great when you have small kids. They say it's like the Ned Flanders version of Las Vegas. 
I see that. Mm -hmm. So we have four nieces and nephews who are the perfect age for Branson. Right. They loved it. We did a cave tour. We did this indoor ropes course. Uh I mean, it's just perfect for kids. I just still don't want to (laughs) go. Have you ever been? The only time I've been to Branson is I, I shot a wedding there. Oh, um, where? I can't even remember. It's just like at a venue? Yeah, it was at a venue. So we had to drive through the Vegas part of France. Yes. And I was just like, one thing that I remember was there was a billboard that said, like, come see the Michael Jackson impersonator. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, and he clearly did not look like Michael Jackson. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like if I were like, I'm the Michael Jackson impersonator. Like, that's how different that guy looked. So that's my only impression. But I was like, I, I get the appeal for kids for sure the appeal is there there's a lot of cool museums and things to do yeah yeah so okay that's how we kicked off the year I did not do anything like that did you have any new year's eve plans no so (laughs) I just get really tired because I've been wrestling (laughs) the two kids um so I'm just like I go straight to bed you know what I'm always impressed by every new year's is that they can make any year into sunglasses that's what you're impressed by? Are you not? I no. feel like not all numbers lend themselves to be sunglasses, mm-hmm. but they do it every time. Yeah. I just feel like whoever's leading up that creative department should get a raise. Okay. Personally. <laughs> I'm like, oh, 2022 is sunglasses. Well yeah. done. So no, we didn't do anything for New Year's. But we did go to the Fortune Show. Oh, yes. That was recently. Yes. Um, You love her. Give some backstory on your relationship. (laughs) There's no relationship between us. There's a one-sided relationship. (laughs) So we watched her comedy special on Netflix, The Sweet and Salty, and I just thought she was hilarious. She is. I introduced you to her, and then Matt bought me cameos with her, so she like told me, happy Mother's Day and happy birthday. She did two. She does them really well. Like She really puts in the effort, which I appreciate. I mean, she does make it sound like we're besties. I think even the second when she was like hey again like I know I was like yeah fortune Uh, (laughs) so when I found out she was coming here I was like oh we have to see her so this is the thing with me I get really really excited about an event and I'm like I'm all in when I'm booking the ticket right (laughs) and then I start talking myself out of it like the day before I'm like you know, I can just watch it on, you know, on Netflix again. <laughs> like, I'm really bad about that. But no, I was like, you know what? I need to get out of the house. I need to go do something. So we went. You had a date night. We had a date night. Like, we got home, like, at a decent hour. <laughs> it's like 1030. You sound like you were Not held at gunpoint to go to this well, comedy show. But like, myself. Like, I hold myself <laughs> at gunpoint to do it. Anyways. What I found funny is that people that come here have this image of Oklahoma, right? Like, I know you guys out there are like, (laughs) there's just like blowing tumbleweeds and we still got teepees. I know that's what you guys think, but we have like cars and stuff. We don't all just ride horses around. (laughs) Right. I didn't like gallop to Kristen's house to record this podcast. (laughs) So (laughs) She had an opening act and he was from New York. Long story short, he was talking about a friend that he had met, you know, for lunch when he came back home. He hadn't seen him since high school. And in the time period that they hadn't seen each other he had somehow lost his main front tooth and he said the entire lunch he did not even go into how he lost it just like smiling laughing acting like it's there but it's not and he's just like all he wanted to do was ask 
Like, like how did happens? you lose your tooth? Which I feel like is a valid question to ask. As he's wrapping up that joke, a woman that's sitting like on the first two rows decides to come up and then pop out her denture that's holding her front tooth. Oh, gosh. And then he goes speechless because obviously caught off guard. Well, you're not expecting to see someone a, pull out their yeah, teeth. I know he's a jokester, but even they get caught off guard at times. And so she pulls it out and then she just like she just shoves kind of her face like at him, but like to show like I don't have a front tooth. And then she just goes and sits back down. And then he goes, that's the most Oklahoma thing <laughs> I've ever seen. And I was like, motherfucker, like it's such a bad wraparound it's here. It's really, really bad. And so the venue is at a casino, which is by our quote river. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the saddest. I mean, it's keep in mind, it's January. So it's not like it's blue and there's greenery everywhere. It looks sad. It's dead. It's dried up. We haven't had rain in a while. We haven't had rain in a while. And so when he books the hotel, they're like, oh, we we got you a room with a river view. A riverside And he was like, sweet. And so he goes when he walks in and he, he opens the blinds. He's just like, wow, like it's just brown and sad. And then he asked the, the audience, like, what do you guys do for fun around here? Because his only image is the casino he hasn't seen like downtown or anything else there's stuff to do out here right okay the audience people go we hang out by the river and i was like no we don't (laughs) nobody hangs out by the river no it's not like i bring my lawn chair i'm like Kristen, let's have a girls night let's go hang out by the river nobody just goes to hang out that's not a thing we do yeah so it just made me sad you know that beginning part but she was hilarious so funny. Did she, she recognize you? <laughs> I was like, fortune! Two cameos! No, she didn't. She didn't see me. We weren't that close. But, uh, <laughs> but it was great. It was fun to get out. I haven't been to a comedy show in a long time. I love a comedy show. So this is probably like five years ago. I went to this comedy club downtown. It was one of those things where like you're with friends and you're like, oh, that just sounds fun. Like, we'll just get tickets. They're super cheap. Right. Whatever. It was like a skit show with like local like improv yes Ooh. oh my and it was like a christmas special remember that like comedy mm-hmm. thing on the corner no longer there probably for this reason <laughs> <laughs> it was very small and so it's like very intimate right mm. like there's no hiding in the back right you're just like right up by the stage you can see them You feel like they can see you. And it was just... It was like too intimate? It was just not good. Yeah. And then it's weird not to laugh when there's not that many people there. (laughs) I could just hear you being like... (laughs) (laughs) What a funny one. I mean, it was just not good. So I don't think I've been to anything comedy related since then. Okay. Unrelated. Something new that Ben and I did this month Mm -hmm. is... So we got a Nintendo Switch. (laughs) Like... (laughs) a year or two ago Uh and we don't play it that often we did like the mario odyssey game which actually was pretty cool we did that i don't know last year or something well he found a new game for us Mm -hmm. it's called luigi's mansion okay and Uh (laughs) and it's a it's a co-op right so it's two player and he would be luigi and i would be gooigi i would be the gooey version okay (laughs) It's so ridiculous. So I am the gooey version, Uh which means I can like go through like sewer grates and (laughs) Crystal's like, what (laughs) are we talking about? We played the entire Luigi's Mansion Mm -hmm. game as him as Luigi and me as Gooigi. And it was a hit. I loved it. 
I'm like, not a big like gamer, but I liked being Goichi. When you say you were like all in, like for a day, or was no, this like, like over a period of weeks, time? Weeks, weeks. Okay. We would play like an hour at night to feed a monster. And you're, are you guys still playing? Well, we finished the game. Oh, you can finish the game. You can okay. finish because you have like an end goal to save your friends. <laughs> it's very <laughs> sweet. <laughs> so we saved our friends, and that was the end. Okay. <laughs> So you guys still there? <laughs> if anybody has any good co-op switch games, you gotta let me know because that one's that one's done now. Yeah. Okay. But I enjoyed my time as Gooigi. Should we talk about books? Maybe I, a little bit. I have more on my list. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Are you not enjoying this update on my life? No, no, no. It's totally fine. Because <laughs> I have a really important update, and the update is I figured out how to do my hair better. Oh my god. <laughs> with me here okay i cut my hair shorter like over a year ago and i'm happy to say that recently i figured out how to curl it i'm like really proud of myself yeah i feel like you're not appreciating i just think it's funny because we we work from home so no one sees this (laughs) that's why i have to tell you about it look tell me about it i figured out how to curl my hair with a straightener and i feel like it's an accomplishment it's a huge one it's tough do you know how to do that no i still just use like a traditional curling iron i did too but so tell me what the difference is like why why is it such a big deal that a curling iron just doesn't cut it anymore i feel like a curling iron is perfect for longer hair okay i don't think it works the same on shorter hair and i feel like the straightener is like looser and it just looks better and i'm proud of myself for did you watch like a, a lot of tutorials you betcha i bet you did uh-huh. and you know what they don't tell you is you need like a certain type of straightener to do it not just like any old straightener it has to have like a curved edge or it's just like interesting you know what i'm saying yeah i just feel like well i'm very happy it. for this accomplishment in your life thank you yes that's all very that's all, that's all you needed okay okay <laughs> all i wanted what else is on your list okay I'm so <laughs> I know you like organized a medicine cabinet. Can't wait. Oh Rip my gosh. Egg. Okay, I took that off the list because you said it was lame. I know, but it now it's just kind of funny. Okay, so it, it's still not amazing. <laughs> it's great. I organized the medicine cabinet. You know what? It saved a life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I saved a life because my husband mm-hmm. sliced his finger open and I was able to quickly grab the bin labeled first aid. Hey, I agreed with you. When you texted me, Thank I you. did agree with you because Look, I had also organized my medicine cabinet. Right. Um, the first aid <laughs> bin had everything I needed. Yeah. Right. I agree. Gauze, multiple types we of band-aids. We don't need to know what's in there. We know what's in there. I mean, it's just like, oh my God. it was fully stocked. He could have bled out. We don't know. <laughs> how, how bad was that cut? It wasn't that bad. Okay. But he got a band-aid real quick. So. <laughs> oh. I just think, like, let this be your push to organize it. It feels great. I look at it. Sometimes I just walk in there, open the doors, Preston. and look at it. <laughs> I even got my label maker out and everything. Yeah. It feels good. It does feel great. It feels amazing to organize. It's a little bit better. (laughs) You know what else I did? Oh my God. (laughs) They're going to be like, where are the books? Crystal's like, why are we doing this? I joined a Zumba class. You did. And I am loving it. Yeah. And you know why I love it? 
it's because the entire class is just like a bunch of misfits. Mm-hmm. I blend right in. Nobody's like out there crushing it, like hitting the moves each time. Uh-huh. We're all just doing our own thing. It's great. In the past, have you been to Zumba classes where they're crushing it? Like it's yes. a choreographed routine? Oh. Well, they're all choreographed. Like, Well, I meant t- like you're in on it too <laughs> like like it's not like a flashbulb <laughs> like you're just like oh I know all the moves and I'm good at it but look I've been to classes where like everyone's really hot and everybody's oh coordinated really? everybody knows the moves and you feel like you just don't belong I feel like I really belong with this group okay because <laughs> no one's doing the right moves and everybody's friendly and I just really like it I've I'm- never been to a Zumba class where everyone was good at it and gorgeous I would have oh, yeah. immediately turned around and walked out. Well, here's the deal. So usually I go on Tuesdays or Mondays, but I went on a Thursday this week for the first time. Were they hot? And there were these four hot girls at the front. Uh, I mean, like, good for them. Like, mm-hmm. they seemed very nice. Yeah. They were into it. They're great dancers. Mm. They're all in crop tops. They have abs. They're in matching sets. So not like a double XL t-shirt like me. <laughs> right. I was in the back. <laughs> but they also, I just feel like... Hot girls have a confidence that's like on a different level. Well, yeah, I mean, rightfully so. You know, they're hot. Life has been good to them (laughs) from day one. (laughs) But my Monday class, I I blended more. You're like my people. (laughs) I'm home. (laughs) I'm home. (laughs) So Zumba's my new thing. Okay. Hmm. Okay, one thing I've been meaning to talk to you about that I haven't yet Uh is Wordle. Have you ever heard of Wordle? I haven't. (laughs) I feel like Wordle's like... I learn a lot from you, so (laughs) go ahead. I have a wealth of knowledge. (laughs) I feel like Wordle is like gaining some popularity. Can you tell me what it is? I can tell you what it is. (laughs) It's a daily word game. Uh So you get... There's just one a day. And it's just a website. There's... It's... (laughs) I should have practiced explaining this. (laughs) Every day there's one word. Okay. And you don't know it. And it's always a five letter word. It's a five letter word and you have six tries to get the word. You just start with any word like Mm -hmm. sport. If any of the letters are in the correct word, but not in the right spot, it'll mark that letter as yellow. So you know that that letter is in the final word somewhere. But if you guess a word and the letters in the right spot, it's green. So you know in the final word that that O is in the middle. And you have six tries Mm -hmm. to get your Wordle. It's very addicting. And how did you come across this? Ben found it on Twitter. So he was playing. (laughs) And then I started playing. And now I have a streak going. And you start to just like, I can't miss the Wordle. Gotcha. Uh Uh-huh. I'll have to check it out. So I do my Wordle like right when I wake up. Like I can't even wait. Wow. (laughs) Like, I, like, roll over, grab my phone. Oh, alarm, snooze, Wordle. Okay, you know what? You don't have to. Wordle. Wordle, Wordle, Wordle. That's all I do is play Wordle. Wow. Well, you should give it a try. Yeah, I'll try to. I'll squeeze it in. Squeeze that in. Okay, I only have, like, two more things. Oh, my God. Okay. It was clearly a very exciting month for me. This one includes you. Oh, God. Okay, so I've been on a really big Sonic Blast kick recently. I have discovered specifically the mini size Sonic Blast. Wait, for those of you maybe that don't have a Sonic in your town, it's just like a burger oh, I'm joint. So sorry. <laughs> it's like a drive in, predominantly all about milkshakes. 
Oh, so good. Yeah. So the Sonic Blast, ice cream plus a topping. Yeah. I always get the Reese's. So the mini size, so there's four sizes, I think. Right. Mini, small, medium, large. And, and who is finishing a large? <laughs> I mean, the large is like... That's so much dairy. <laughs> it's like a lot. The mini is the perfect size. So here's why I love the mini. It's the perfect size. Mm-hmm. You don't feel sad when you're done, right? You're not like, Ugh, what yeah. have I done? But here's the real reason. The topping to ice cream ratio is unmatched. So I had this theory and I told you about this, this theory where I feel like they put the same amount of toppings regardless of the size. Yes. So that the mini. These are the texts I had. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> like all of you guys. So I was like, oh my gosh, the mini has the same amount of toppings as the large. Uh-huh. That's why it's so great because every bite is magical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every bite has the perfect amount of toppings. So I tell you about this and you tell me that your husband. I mean, he's a high school teacher, so most likely he has a student that works at Sonic, right? And he did. And of course he does. And so I was like, hey, do me a solid. Find that kid and ask him about this whole topping to ice cream ratio. And he's like on it. <laughs> so. Thank you so much. Like, oh, my gosh. And I actually got the answer and then just forgot to tell her for few days that like, she was I super... tried not to just be a bug about it like I didn't want to be like did you ask him did you ask me ask him should I text him all day I want to know I want to know but like I've been waiting every day yeah. for the answer I was like yeah I've known about a week um oh, so the betrayal so he did ask the student and it isn't what you think so what it is is that the, the ice cream to topping ratio just seems more dramatic when it's a mini so like let's just say they do a cup of toppings in the mini, but then they might only add a half a cup more for every size up. You get more ice cream and probably a little less toppings. I mean, you're getting more toppings than you would like in the mini. But the ratio... The ratio is slightly bigger. I was onto something here, you guys. Right. The ratio of ice cream to topping the mini is so good. So if you have a Sonic, you have to try it and you have to let me know if you think the topping and ice cream ratio is fantastic. This <laughs> Make is that what a is priority in your life. to me. I should get one later today. I'm like already in on it. Oh my God. Okay, I'm done. That's my last uh-huh. January life update. Yeah. But I felt like they were all important. <laughs> they were riveting. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Moving on to So books. when Kristen and I were talking about like, what should we talk about? She's like, I have a list of things. And she looks at me like, why don't you? And I'm like, I just don't find my life that interesting to where someone would tune in for 30 to 45 minutes to be like, yes, medicine cabinet organization. And I was <laughs> you know? like, I feel like everyone would love to hear about my sonic blast ratio theory. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, look, but I'm sure you guys are just like on the edge of your seats right now. Like, I can't believe I missed all this. Well, that's what happened to me in January. Yeah. But I will say this. I wrote this down because I thought it was kind of funny. I was scrolling through Instagram on our stories. And whenever I find like a crazy one, I send it to you, right? Mm -hmm. And so I sent you the one where it says if you have sex 21 times a month, it reduces your risk of a heart attack. And it just kind of made me laugh. And just like, who's doing this? You know, 21. it, It said at the top, sex fact. And I was like, But I think an aspirin does the same thing. And so I sent it to you and you're like, what? My question really is like, how do you study the long term effects of that? Right. Like, I don't think one month is enough of a sample size. Mm -hmm. So like, who is the population? So someone's having sex, apparently 21 times a month. I don't know who. For like a long period of time. For a very, very long time. 
But I'm like, I mean, you're essentially just getting your heart rate up, right? So you just start working out, maybe. You could just like go on a walk. You could just you... go on a walk, you know. And you know, if you guys are out there and you're just banging out left and right, good for you. Good for but you. But for me, I'm just like, that sounds really exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went to that site just to see what are their other sex oh, facts, yes. right? Here's a few that I thought were interesting. 80% are more likely to have an orgasm if you're wearing socks. Huh. I, I don't I haven't had time to vet these out. So if you're out there and you could do me a solid, Why? that would be great. Why would socks have no such clue. a like 80% is a really big like socks are magical. So I just feel like Is it like any sock? Is it like I don't know. Does it need to be like the grippy socks or could it just be like your I'm picturing tube socks. <laughs> I just when men wear tube socks. <laughs> that just gets men laid so much more. And then I don't even think this is a fact. This has to be just an opinion. It said, if you don't laugh at least once during sex, you're with the wrong person. <laughs> Do you not laugh? I'm not just like, this is hilarious. You know, like there are times where we do something, you know, something funny and we'll laugh. But I'm not like laughing hysterically. Not hysterically. You know, but <laughs> like, are, do you laugh a lot? Yes. What, what? What's so funny? One of us will just like make a joke that's. During sex? <laughs> this isn't your stand-up hour. <laughs> this is, I need more. Tell me more right now. I can't. Yes. I can't. I need an example. <laughs> I have one recently. I need to remember what it was. But we do, like, make jokes. <laughs> I'm crying. Um, like, we'll just... <laughs> I've never heard this before. Yeah. Please tell me. Like, what's a Is it sex related? Or you're like, so-and-so told me a joke the other day. This is the perfect time to tell it. <laughs> it's not like that. It's like, if we'll have just watched a show or we'll just have talked about something, one of us will, like, bring up a phrase that we laughed about in the show or story and we'll, like, say it during a moment where it's, like, ridiculous. <laughs> Oh my god. This is a new one. I don't even know how to take that. Okay. No, there have been times where we've like <clears throat> had to stop because we're laughing You're, too hard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Where we have to be like, let's get back on track. <laughs> how do you get oh We're like, let's let's focus. <laughs> we'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, let's focus. We gotta get back on track. Yeah, I've like cried from laughing so hard sometimes. This might be a poll I pitch out to Instagram. I wish I could remember the one that was recent. But according to this website, you are definitely with the right person. <laughs> That's funny because sometimes I'm like, should we be doing this? <laughs> like, is this is this the time for this? Oh my goodness! What okay. else we got? Any more facts? No, that was it. I, I don't even want to. If I had another one, I wouldn't share because that that ended really well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now I need to know if I'm the only one out there. Should we talk about books? We should talk about books. Okay. So how many books did you get through this month? Ooh, I'm like anybody that in school, if you don't tell me to do something, I don't. <laughs> I don't do it. I, I did read two, but not this month. I think I'm going to just sample from uh, 2021. That's fine. Um, so I read The Love Hypothesis Love and The Rake Shell of Roth. It was a historical romance. Okay. Those are the only two books I've read since we've been <laughs> on break. How okay. about you? Like 13, 17? How many? So I've read six books in January mm -hmm. and I have three to discuss today, okay. but there's one on my Kindle that I rented from the library mm -hmm. that is due in two days. So I need to read it today. I'm only like 15% and it's a lot of pressure. To it. And they give it to you for like 14 days. So I've just really been slacking on that one. <laughs> 
I read six this month, and I am prepared to share a two-star review, a three-star review, and a four-star review. Okay. I had no five stars. We'll do get me, to it. Do you want me to kick it off yeah, with it? Okay. Naturally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kick it off with my two-star review and lead up to my four. Okay. So I felt bad giving this two stars. Because it's a Megan Quinn book. Oh, and she's like one of your top. I really yeah. like her. And I even looked back. I read two of her books in December and I gave them both five stars. This book is kind of part of a series. It's called Put Me in Detention. But for many reasons, it just did not do it for me. So the gist is we have Cora and she's on her divorcation in Vegas mm-hmm. with her girlfriends. And she's just looking for a good time, right? Recently divorced, wants a hot hook. Up. Right. That's essentially it. While they're there, they run into Pike Grayson. He's a teacher. Like a lot of them are teachers. So mm-hmm. he's a teacher from back home. He's there on a different trip for something else, for like a golf tournament. And they recognize him. And so she goes to say hi. And he, of course, he's like bad boy sexy. And she's mm-hmm. like, help me my hookup tonight. <laughs> Ooh, Pike. But instead of a sexy hookup, which is like what they were both looking for, they get married. Oh. So of course, she like, wants to annul it right away, right? Like she's fresh off a divorce, Mm -hmm. married a stranger essentially, but he has his own drama with his estranged father and there's this stuff, but he needs to keep this marriage going. And she doesn't know that. So he essentially like makes her fall in love with him to keep the sham marriage alive, but then they fall in love, obviously. I just felt like there were too many tropes, first of all. We had the Vegas marriage. We had a hot teacher. He was also a bad boy motorcyclist. They also like moved in together right away. There was just like too much going on for me. And I felt like it was also too long for what it needed to be. I have a weird gripe about a side character. So we've seen this side character in the previous books. Her name Mm -hmm. is Kiko. She's a little bit different. She's eccentric. She's just, I felt like the way she was written in this book was too much. She was too much. And if you've read it, you know what I'm talking about. I had to like skip her dialogue and she was a big side character in this one almost like part of the cast yes and i couldn't get into her character this book and that kind of dragged it down for me two stars i just i bet that was painful for you it was painful and i was disappointed because whenever i read she's on the author list where i feel like if i read her book i'm gonna like it it's disappointing to not like a book by an author you feel like you can trust right I trusted you. But, you know, it's got to be a lot of pressure. Oh, and she has been cranking them out. I mean, she has been writing. I feel like every time I'm on Instagram, it's a new book. I don't know how she does it. Yeah, she's uh, absolutely cranking them out. And I feel like this one missed the mark for me. Man, I'm sorry. I know. What you got? (laughs) Kristen (laughs) is the one that does the book reports for these. So I'm more of like (laughs) straight shooter. I'll just tell you what I think. I can't go into a lot of detail. So I go through these historical romance periods. Mm -hmm. There was a book that I read a couple, I don't know if it's last year or two years ago um the beast of bestwick and it was one of my favorite oh, historical loved that one mainly because he's just grumpy crotchety and the beast and i love a grumpy guy in a romance novel i like same uh, just love it just love it so anyways this is the sequel so this is about her sister in the book so this is the rake shell of roth so you know she's young she's like 18 19 i can't remember um hopefully legal uh so <laughs> she has her first season she ends up marrying this hot amazing man the Marquis of Roth super Mm. hot they have one night together on their wedding night you know seal the deal 
Sure. He disappears the next day. What? Straight up gets on his horse and gallops out of there. No. For three years. Three years just disappears. So she's just sitting at home, hanging out with his dad, just trying to pass time, which I don't even know what they do back then to pass time. So she's just like, for the three years, just stewing, just pissed because she was like all googly eyed for him. Well, yeah, they had a night of passion. Yeah. And then all of a sudden just like up and leaves for three years. So he has like this kind of like gentleman's club out in what I would consider the city. (laughs) Okay. And so it's like kind of promiscuous. So it's just like high end men and women. You got to pay a fee and you get to like experience whatever they do back in the 1700s. And so, (laughs) so her goal is she's like, I, you know what? I am going to seduce my husband. And so she gets on her horse. Good for her. Carriage horse. I don't know. She gallops her way to the city and she's like, you know what? grown up in the last three years. I'm going to show him. Also in the three years, her and her friend actually started what I would consider like a modern day podcast about romance. Mm. They were writing articles that were like sexually oriented about tips for women, how to be strong women sexually, things like that. And he had been reading it, but didn't know because she had a pen name and he thought it was, you know, very nice. Oh my gosh, I'm so into this. I know. So she finds him and he's like, what the hell are you doing here? (laughs) You know, like, you know, you can't crit my style. And so he realizes like how much she's grown up in the last three years. She's not like this innocent 18 year old who doesn't know what the hell she's doing. I mean, she's writing smut. Well, yeah, look at her go. And so, you know, she basically just seduces him throughout the book and it's just it was just kind of a fun read but I love how all the drama happened at the beginning they got married and then he just like hightails it out of there do we find out why he left do I need to read it's it it's always like drama with his parents like okay. his parents had a bad marriage he didn't think he'd be a good husband you never watched Bridgerton did you <laughs> no this shocks me why because that's I, what this is well I know but you know how I am about romance on TV I know but like <laughs> You really enjoy this genre of romance. I try to. Like, I would flip and I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And I just don't know. It's just like any kind of romantic comedy. I, it's not my first thing to watch. I don't know what's wrong with me. I know I should like these things. Well, if you don't I, like them, you don't like them. But season like two them. comes out soon, I think. I so. know. It, I felt like they kind of whipped it up pretty quick. Oh, I don't feel that way. It came out in 2020. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. It didn't come out quick. I really did like that book. That one sounds really good. I'm into that. Okay. My next one is my three star and it is The Paid Bridesmaid by Soraya Wilson. There was something else I forgot to mention in that book oh, that me. I found very interesting. Tell me, tell me. So she's in his house wherever he's living and he has like a library, right? And so, but it's all like kind of erotic literary works. And there's one that was called The Novelle of Justine. And a part of me, I was like, well, is this fiction? Like she makes this up or is this real so i googled it <laughs> it's real really and it was from 1799 i think and it's straight up <laughs> erotica it is it's drawings it's oh <laughs> it's like everyone is like a straight up orgy everyone's naked penises are everywhere they're in people's <laughs> bums i mean and it, i think what's funny is that you never picture like that's what could happen back then you think everything's very proper buttoned up buttoned up just a little ooh. no these were like straight up orgies that were painted dang and like people are tied up oh my it just kind of caught me off you have to google it and you'd be shocked well, i but, absolutely will yeah. <laughs> anyways i had to throw that out there because i was a little shocked by that moving on <laughs> okay i like it thank you for that so soraya wilson did she write the roommate she did you read another book of hers 
And I loved The Roommate. I think I gave it four or five stars. You did. We did an episode on it. I really liked it. This one, it was written well. I liked the way she writes, but uh-huh. I didn't love the plot. The main girl, his name is Rachel, mm-hmm. and she owns a company where you can essentially rent a bridesmaid for your wedding. So she is actually participating in one. She still goes out and pretends to be a bridesmaid or a maid of honor. The wedding she's at is for like a social media influencer mm-hmm. who needs to have so many bridesmaids or whatever. And she meets Camden, who's the best man. And he's got his own secrets and he owns a company and she has her secrets. But their sexual tension is just (sighs) too much to handle. Mm -mm -mm. So it's all about them. Like, it's almost like forbidden love because she's playing a role, right? right? She's the bride's friend from camp, right? So she can't really be herself. Her rule for herself is like, don't sleep with guys, right? Like, <laughs> keep your distance because you right. ha- you're a professional. This is your job. And look, I enjoyed the story mm-hmm. a little bit. It had everything that I wanted in a romance. I like a tropical destination. I like a wedding backstory. I love a super sexy lead guy. Mm-hmm. And he was. But I have some grievances. My first one is really random. I am of the opinion... <laughs> That when a chapter ends and a chapter begins, it should be like a new scene. Yeah. Like, okay, the chapter's over. Like, what's next? Uh The chapters would end in the middle of a conversation and then just like a new chapter would start and the same conversation would keep happening. The chapters didn't make sense to me. They weren't flipping point of views. It just... Like it was a forced chapter? It was a forced chapter. Like, oh end of chapter same thing same situation same everything picks back up and just continues and I'm like why did we do a chapter like that every chapter like that it felt like it maybe a few were like that's weird next scene but the majority it just felt like one it just felt like a continuous story and it's a single point of view right it's a single point of view and the chapters were just didn't make sense to me that is weird and that's like a really weird thing to notice I think but I just every time a chapter would end I'm like why did we do it like that right (laughs) and then my second grief is there was no sexy type. But was there in The Roommate? I don't remember. I didn't think so. I, I don't thought remember. there was like some heated moments, but I think she's like a closed door author. Yeah. yeah. And maybe I just, and I should have known that and I and I didn't, but there were so many like sexual tension moments yeah. and like the way he was described, I'm like, well, you got to take his clothes <laughs> off. I'm like, well, you can't talk about him like that right. and leave me hanging out here. Yeah. And nothing. Huh. It wasn't even like implied, I don't think. But I'm like, oh, you can't have all this. You can't build it up. Without then, some sort of release. Right. <laughs> I'm like, what? You're leaving me out here. Krista needed to blow her literary load. I just like needed the moment. I need the book needed the moment. It really did. And third, it just kind of made me a little sad that social media has brought people to a place where we have to hire fake bridesmaids to like give off a certain aesthetic. The point of having people in your wedding is that like they that, love you and support you. Like I understand people kind of romanticize their life or social media, but your bridesmaids, I, I just feel like that's kind of crazy. Right. And I read it another book where the groom had all paid actors as groomsmen and this whole book it was it was all for social media it was all for how it would look the appearance of it all I just I just didn't love that. Did you see that on the news? There was a girl that took a picture of herself in first class but she wasn't a first class when she was a a coach girl (laughs) and so they 
caught her like there's camera pictures of her in coach and she got in trouble for going into first class just to pretend like what are we doing i know it's sad to me i don't know the book was all right it had all the makings but it just didn't so is this the second book you've read by her or have you read anything else i don't know it might be the second because i felt like when we read the roommate you liked her already but i can't remember that's why I was like, ooh, a new one. Yeah. Oh, I've read three of hers. I also read The Seat Filler and gave that four stars. And The Roommate, I gave four stars. I don't know. I yeah. want a little bit more. What's up next for you? I really liked this book, The Love Hypothesis. This is how much I like a grumpy guy. <laughs> I Googled, uh, give me your top grumpy guy romances, Google. And it, this was one of them. And so yep. and so when I went to Goodreads, it showed that you had read it. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll give it a shot. I wouldn't have typically picked it because of, you know, it's got the cartoon cover. <laughs> So I was like, there's probably no sex, you know, <laughs> but was I read there? it. Oh, yeah. I forget. I, think, <laughs> I read it a oh, while ago. Yeah. And so I can't remember all the details. But what I did like about it was the fact that she was a grad student. She was in science. You know, she's trying to come up with a way to detect cancer earlier. And so she meets that guy, Adam, who is like, he was a professor there. Yeah. Right. And he was just kind of like grumpy. And what I think was funny was that her friends that were taking his classes were like, he is ruthless. He's so mean. He's so hateful. But in my head, I was like, he's just trying to make you the best scientist possible. And if he just lets you slide, then you're always going to be mediocre. Like, why are you guys so sensitive? Like you're in a grad program. That's what he's supposed to do. In a very serious, serious field. Yes. Science. So it just kind of blew my mind. And to me, I feel like they should have expected that. Like it's going to be a hard program. Right. You should have a hard professor. Well, and he even said, like he tells people, like it does the world no good to send out mediocre scientists. Exactly. He just wants the world to benefit from their knowledge. Yeah. And so it kind of just shocked me that they were like, hmm, he's so mean to me. I know. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. that's a good point. <laughs> Maybe I never you shouldn't thought about be in this that. program. But um, besides that, I really did enjoy the banter between the two of them. It was really good. I did like it. But the sex scenes were kind of interesting. So he comes off as like this nerdy guy, you know, all about science. And then like when they get in the bedroom together, he's just like, can I fuck you? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, Adam. <laughs> Adam, slow down. <laughs> that caught me off guard. And I was like, I like Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, it was a great. I think I liked it because he was a grumpy guy, but also it had that climax of a, a misunderstanding. Yes. And I'm always like, oh no, even though I know it's going to work out. Right. But I, it was a really good one. You guys should read it. I think I gave that five stars. I think yeah, I really liked did. it. It was a really good book. I yeah. would recommend that one. Yeah, that's it. That's a good one. You got any others? I have one more for you. Okay. What do, what do we got? I have my four star review. Ooh. This one was The Fastest Way to Fall by Denise Williams. So we start with Britta and she writes for an online website or magazine and she's doing a piece where she's reviewing this newish fitness app. Okay. It's called Fit Me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways... Fit Me is all about like the health of your body versus like being hot. It's right. like less about appearances and more about what it should doing be about. what's right for your mm-hmm. for your body. The whole thing is the company will pair you with a coach through the app mm-hmm. and you'll communicate through the app only. They'll give like nutritional advice and workout advice and just encourage you and right. coach you. That's Britta. Then we also have Wes who actually owns the company and he's in a bit of a slump. So he decides to take on a client okay, because he's really a trainer at heart and he thinks he's missing that and his client is Britta they start to get to know each other a little bit Mm -hmm. only through the app but she's really funny and he's really sweet and 
it kind of graduates to texting and then there's an incident <laughs> and they meet in person. So they just okay. kind of start hanging out and working out in person and going running together. Yeah. But he doesn't know she's writing an article on his company and she doesn't know that he owns the company, oh. which are like two really big things. So mm-hmm. like you could imagine there's a big issue. <laughs> but there was like a lot of drama, mm-hmm. but it was also very like body positive. Okay. I love the two of them together because mm-hmm. they're seemingly opposites. She's like a bigger girl and he's like a shredded <laughs> coach. Right. But they just are so perfect for each other and they both like bring out the best in each other. And I really loved it. It was such a sweet okay. emotional connection. Speaking of shredded, you did forget to tell that one story about Under Armour Guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to start this by saying that I don't typically get like flustered crystal dust. (laughs) I just go catatonic. (laughs) Like I just freeze up. If I see a hot person in the wild, I can pretty much just like move on. I walk into the Under Armour outlet with my mom. They have very strategically put the most attractive man at the front to greet you. Mm -hmm. He literally just says, welcome to Under Armour. (laughs) And I was like, he's literally doing his job. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He was the most beautiful man I have seen in real life. Even my mom was like, holy shit, that guy is hot. I was like, oh my God. Like we had to leave the store. We didn't buy anything. He even like, he had a mask on. Uh I'm pretty sure he said, I like your jacket, but I was like, hee hee. Oh my God. Thanks. Oh, I gotta go. I broke down just like a robot in a puddle. Like I, he was so beautiful. He was like sculpted like a mannequin. Yeah. I asked for a photo. You did not provide I couldn't even find my phone. Like, I don't even know where I was. Wow. It was crazy. You know, and the funny thing is, someone I, someone on Instagram made a comment about this. Like, they live in such a small town that if someone hot does show up, it's like all around town and everyone talks about it. Yeah. But it's the same thing here. Like, we don't live in like LA or New York or wherever hot people reside. I don't know. <laughs> but like for us, like if someone is like ripped, like you rarely see a guy that's just like, here's my eight pack. So when I see it and it matches like a beautiful face. Yeah. I don't know what to do like my brain kind of short circuits because I, I think they're only on Instagram <laughs> I don't know where they really he are was crazy and of course he's like decked out in Under Armour gear just looks like he was plucked from like the Olympic training center right it was insane I wonder if they have Instagram page and oh, then maybe might. there's a picture of him on there if I, I was running looks. their Instagram <laughs> I would put him as the cover photo I feel like your mom totally go there and take a photo <laughs> She, oh yeah, I think she would do it. Next time I go back, I will. I was just not prepared for what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just had like super dark skin, muscles, mm, like short mm-hmm. hair. I felt like his cheekbones were like busting out of his mask. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. He just looked like a mannequin. Yeah. Oof. Okay, I'm done. But I love the joke that Ben made upstairs. <laughs> Of course I told my husband about this. <laughs> I was like, you don't typically see guys like that. He goes, what are you talking about? And, and he's he, like, just like, up against the counter. I was like, my apologies. I've taken you for granted. Right. <laughs> We're just too used to your, your looks. <laughs> But was that it? Was that our January wrap up? I think that's our January wrap up. I don't really have anything as riveting as what you had. So do you want me to talk about my mm. um, my closet that I organized again? <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoyed this month's episode. <laughs> oh, please don't hate us and please still tune in. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, no. Why is it frozen? I can't. I don't even know if we're still recording. I can't see it. 
Kristen, I can't get to it. 